When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm a loser. Sick of them. I'm a loser. I don't think though. Episode two. You know what? I miss penis. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. <laughs> Hello, Robert Nixon Cutsaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that has ever had Chrissy Mayer on as a guest. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, this is very rare. It's a woman who comes on the show that we want to hear from. Everybody give it up for Chrissy Mayer. Thank you for joining us, Chrissy. Wow. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I, uh, it took me a minute to figure out Discord again because I'm dealing with a small feminine brain. So thank you for being so patient. Well, I'm excited to have you on the show. <laughs> I mean, this is a guest that's coming off of Timcast IRL. And of course, the Megan Kelly show. I just listened to your episode where you sat down with Megan Kelly and talked about cancel culture for a while. And uh, that had to be a trip, right? It was really amazing. I was so flattered that she reached out. Um, one of their producers was a fan of mine and following me on Twitter and said, well, we, you've been on our radar. And I, it was a really nice surprise. And it was great to talk to her. And uh, she's interviewed, you know, Tim Dillon and uh, Ryan Long and Krista Stefano. So she's she's into comedians. She's anti-woke. She's for free speech. She's uh, She's into all the right stuff, it seems. So... I was very happy for you, Chrissy, because I heard you talking about you weren't sure if you were walking into a trap or something. Because yeah. getting into the call from the Megan Kelly show, you're like, wait, wait, you know who I am? That can't be good. Yeah. But, and uh, then I was like, you know what? I'm not so big that she's going to get anything for right. shitting on me. Yeah, it's not going to help her. What is she going to get? Yeah. But then I listened to you on the show, and she's talking about your stand-up act. Like, she did a research on you, so I thought that was really cool. Congrats on that. It was very sweet that she tried to set me up, like yes. pimp me into doing jokes, which is like not a thing you should. <laughs> it's not. I, I get she it. Know. It happens in. It, she doesn't know. It's some. It's very much something that happens in like morning radio. They're like, "Oh, this will be great. We'll set them up to do a joke, and it'll come off like real off the cuff." Hey, so I heard you went on vacation with a one and a half year old. What was that like? <laughs> <laughs> Please go to whoarethese.com. Get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel. And that link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. I just did a bonus show with Shuli Egar, and we did a crossover event. It was the Shuli Show crossover with Who Are These Podcasts. Right now, you can only get the live YouTube video. I will have the audio only on the channel after that's been edited. And I have to say that I got Shuli to talk more about Howard Stern behind the scenes than he's done since leaving the show. And we also did a whole Stuttering John segment. That was awesome. So I was excited about that show. Go to WATPLive.com for tickets to our live show in Lombard, Illinois, just outside of Chicago on August 28th. 
at 6 p.m. WATPLive.com is where you can find out more information and get your tickets. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, then shit all over us in the comments section. No review girls today, producer Chris. Yay. I mean. (laughs) I know. It's terrible. We're recording on a Friday, which is weird. Uh, So we won't have those reviews today, but keep leaving them. We will read them. And also, coming up on the show, we will be reviewing the Michael Gavin Ali show. I know people are excited about that, so I wanted to get that out there to get them very excited. But first, we'll be reviewing a show called Baby Steps. This was a suggestion from Jen from the Jingles Department. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This show hosted by Ned and Ariel Fulmer. And I want to say that Ned has 372,000 YouTube subscribers. And his description for himself is producer, actor, try guy. Yes, he's a uh, he's part of he's part of the Try Guys, which has yeah. over seven million YouTube subs. Yes, um, he he's worked for BuzzFeed, which tells you everything you need to know about yep. Ned. Mm-hmm. He went to Yale, which why which is why he thinks everything he says is so important. <laughs> I'm going to start out by saying this guy comes out now. They have young children. Their youngest is Finn, seven months old. Then they have a, an older son, Wes, who's probably like two or something, and. Three. Uh, or three, and uh, Ned is shot out of a cannon. This is the very first thing you hear when you play their latest episode. Guess who slept eight hours tonight? Well, last night. Last night. Guess who slept eight hours last night? It was you. It's you. And me. It's you. It's your favorite parents, Ned and Ariel. We are thrilled. What's weird about that is he, he didn't even hit the post. It's a podcast. They could have fixed yeah. that up. He's like, we are thrilled. Oh, shit. Music started. We fixed that. He's an he's an actor. They live in L.A. Right off the bat, I was like, I, I'm so irritated. I'm irritated by these people. That it yeah. sounds like every overly eager person in an improv class. Like, they think they're so fucking funny. <laughs> they think every... And they're entitled wasps who live in L.A. Um, and I guess Nick is... I don't know if he... These people call themselves comedians sometimes, but like all he really has is this. Well, the Try Guys, which has over seven million subs, which is like you know, and Ariel is an insufferable Instagram like mom mom fluencer type. Right. <laughs> yes, she's one of these people where like puts a lot of time into her Instagram. All the photos kind of look like pale and look like something out of like a West Elm catalog. Wow, you did more research than I expected. When you get this angry listening to something, I go, I need to prove that these people are who I think they are. Um, she studied abroad in London. She has a she has a degree in sociology and anthropology, two equally useless degrees. And yes. then later she got an arts degree um, from a university in Paris. Even better. So these people, they come from money. They, they. It just sounds like they've had kind of an easy life. And the more you listen to this podcast, the more you're like, oh, this is. I had to listen to a few episodes because I'm like, I'm not hearing any parent like parenting advice. I'm hearing them just like bragging about their traveling escapades, like how great. It's really just about them. It's like they're such narcissists, and they're pushing, they're pushing this cookbook of theirs like they're they're every every episode they're like buy our date night cookbook (laughs) i wasn't as upset about their privilege as i was about their retardation and specifically (laughs) ned 
I hate the way this guy talks. To commemorate well, this huge... a special season finale, we wanted to do our top 10 parenting moments over the last three years. You know, what are some of the most special things? What are the things that we remember the most? Mm-hmm. Some of them are going to be silly. Some of them are going to be heartwarming. Uh, some of them maybe we have two different uh, memories of. <laughs> 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 There's been no laughs. What do you mean? I was, None. So two things in there that really stuck out to me, anyway, was him pronouncing the word finale, and then him pronouncing the word memories. So I put this together just to drive this home that this guy is dumb. Season finale uh, memories. 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 Wow. Make it stop. Ned is making Joe Biden look extremely <laughs> eloquent. <laughs> I hope he has a coke problem. I mean, for for his sake, I hope that this is not like him functioning normally as an adult. Carl, did you listen to the teaser? No. Like the t- <gasps> Lord, and it's pretty short. I don't know if you'll be able to play it, but uh, it's it's so corny right off the bat because I listened to the teaser first. Uh, that's is that what like I episode one or something like that? It's um no, it's like not an episode at all. It's just. I think it's its own separate thing. And I learned last time when we did the Paris Hilton one, I was like, okay, you got to listen to the teaser because it's extra cringy. Oh, I got a trailer. The dad, Ned, off the bat, so corny. He's definitely a beta. You can tell this all from the teaser. Let me see if this is the right one. Let's, Let's listen here. We have a new podcast. Woo! It's called Baby Steps. The raw, the real, the messy, the dirty, the poop in your big boy pants stories of parenting. Like I went to a Montessori school. I don't even know what it is. You know what Montessori is? Not really. I mean, I know Ugh. you're you just got a pair of Birkenstocks. Expert advice, trending product reviews, maybe even a couple of your stories. Is my child a Trending product reviews is in the trailer for this. Don't forget to send us free products. Yeah, we're obviously uh, sponsored, bought, and paid for. Yeah, we're huge influencers, so don't forget to send us underwear. Don't forget me undies. We we want to try on your underwear. Genius. Okay, well that's. Good bread. Good bread. We know that we make it look cute on Instagram, but this podcast is about being real. The nitty gritty of parenting with a toddler and soon to be a newborn. There is a biological reason that pregnant women fart. Yeah. I don't know. Ripping them. Excuse me. (laughs) You can subscribe right now. Search for Baby Steps everywhere you find podcasts. These guys are so fucking basic. Oh my gosh, we talk so about basic. farting. Can you believe it? I'm pregnant and I farted. Can you believe it? Yes. Again. Not impressed. It's, it's really bad. These are the types of, of like arrogant white people. I hate to hate on white people, my fellow whites. <laughs> yeah. But you look at them. You look at the Instagram. They're all blonde. They're very much Hitler's dream, both of them. <laughs> they're making little blonde babies. Adolf would be proud. I didn't know this was the angle we were going to go. <laughs> That aside, that I wanted to like them for that reason. No, that aside, they are these people who they they go to either Ivy League or like private schools and they they live their lives thinking that liking to travel a lot is their whole personality. Like that's not a personality. Oh, yeah, for sure. That that's one of the things that they brag about. Yeah. When we were dating five months in. We traveled to South Africa together, and we just traveled around oh, South Africa yeah. for three Which weeks. clip was this? This was uh insufferable clip maybe about how much they like to travel, number 14. 
for those of you who have heard our like courtship story, uh, our first kiss was like looking at Google Maps. Yes. Basically <laughs> talking about like vacations with our grandparents in, you know, uh, by coastal island communities. Um, yeah, we realized both of our grandparents lived in like little islands yeah we kind of i called my grandparents house the islands and, and ariel called it what the, the island the Whatever. island, yeah. island. Period. There's, well there's many but they lived on they just lived the on one. just one <laughs> and, uh, I really say it's, yeah, it's a big part of our relationship you mm-hmm. know our first ever trip together was like five months into dating mm-hmm. just up and drove around south africa for three weeks that's right for the world cup yeah and we had to book it after we had been dating for like ninety days, yeah, or something like that. It was that was like a knew they were the one when yeah. I was like, hey, do you want to come with me to visit my friend Chris in my South eyes Africa? Like lit up. I was like, like yeah, Fuck yes, I want to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the fact that we were both working for free that kind of made it like it made it easy to be like easier to take three weeks off (laughs) yeah Yeah. that was the part that pissed me off at the end there Mm -hmm. so they both are in internships unpaid internships and Mm -hmm. that's why they can afford right that's why it was easy easy travel to south africa for three weeks watching world cup games that's insane that's an expensive vacation Thank God we were interning. We could leave our pathetic internships behind and blow thousands of dollars on a three-week trip. Oh, and we're so interesting. We went on a trip together so early in dating. Yeah, a lot of people do that shit. It's it's so relatable, isn't it? I mean, I, who doesn't have that story? There's so many, and I had to listen to this. Uh, this is episode 35, How to Travel with Children, because I heard no advice in, that, in the most recent episode. So this is the one I... <laughs> I like that. Of course, I knew that these would be types of people that would brag about being vaccinated. Like, again, being vaccinated is your whole fucking personality. Yeah. Uh, I think clip number 13, you can tell right off the bat who these people are. Everything is for show. Everything is about how it looks to other people. Their lives are to impress other people. You can tell by someone's Instagram feed if, like, they're overly concerned about impressing other people, you know? I I have noticed that, yes. And actually, it's funny you say that because so yesterday I just did a show that we'll put out probably on YouTube soon. It's the first ever video version of WATP. Casey Armstrong, formerly of the Howard Stern Show, and I did the Paris Hilton documentary. And we went through (laughs) and pulled video clips and went through and watched them. And every single time they would show Paris on her phone or on her computer, she was touching up images of herself and posting them on social media. That's the only thing she does on her phone is take photos of herself and then post them on social media. And she's so busy. I'm so busy all day. Uh. I have to edit my photos for Instagram. I'm like, who has time to edit <laughs> I know. social media photos? Is that why I look like shit on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the reasons. Oh, okay. And then before that, we were fresh off another trip. And then before that, we were fresh off another trip. We've been traveling a lot these days. We're waxed. We're vaxxed. Whoop. We're ready to drive around Southern California. I don't really understand where the waxed part of vaxxed is. It's just kind of funny. Just imagine if you had your pubic hair waxed uh, and then you're like. <laughs> imagine like seven years ago when I used to wax yeah. my pubic He's hair. Only yeah, I mean, 35. I, you know, long time caller, first time. <laughs> yeah. Why is it? Why is she proud of not waxing her pubic? Yeah, hair? yeah. She's not old. She's younger than me, and she gave up on waxing seven years ago. Yeesh. 
That was before they had their first kid, too. I mean, I'm putting the timeline together in my head here. I'm going, yeah. okay, what's, hairy vagina, what's 35, kid what's 35 minus 7? Real quick, what is <laughs> that? That's, uh, tw- so it's 28. She's given up on, on having a hospitable cooch. Fucking lazy. Yuck. And you can tell she's fucking <laughs> salty about the fact that Ned brings up. She everyone, Every woman on this, like in the U.S. at least, knows what waxed means. Why right. is it waxed? It's like he's making a little joke. And maybe you haven't waxed your cooch in seven yeah. years. And maybe this maybe. is his low-key way of, of putting that back out there. I'd call it a hint. I'd call it a pretty yes, strong hint. I would yeah. call this a legit hint. And then they kind of fight about it. And yeah. she's like, well, uh, my mom. Uh. Well, maybe he's not vaxxed. Maybe that's the joke. He's like, yeah, well, I'm not either of those things. So I win this one. Yeah, here's the rest I mean, of that clip. Of he's them. definitely a closeted homosexual as, as this Joe goes on, that'll become abundantly clear. Yes, for sure. This is the rest <laughs> of them uh, arguing about this. Waxer. Um, but uh, I'm, 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 uh, I, I think it's a fun turn of phrase. You so, think yeah, it's a fun turn of phrase? That's where it comes from. It's like ready for shot girl summer. Got it. Right? Ready to go to the we're, beach. We're so, but we're just, we're just vaxxed. So no, the only thing we are is vaxxed. Maybe, Although, there's, maybe there's something else we could say instead of waxed because it's clearly mm-hmm. that's like people hacks. look at us and they're, and they're wax and hacks. Yep. Like, like, why are you saying you are you're not waxed? waxed. <laughs> yeah, you're not waxed. You're the most hairy. You're bush out of control, boy. <laughs> yeah, maxed and vaxxed. Oh, I hate their producer, too. You yeah, I that, don't want to hear the producer. The person laughing in the background at fucking random nonsense let's get into ned i want to start doing my deep dive on ned so they're talking about their first kid wes and ned is convinced it took 13 hours of labor and he knows this for a specific reason uh there was the birth of wes which took about eight hours uh right i mean I, uh, when I recreated it, I believe I experienced 13 hours of shocking my taint. <laughs> so, what? Is that, I know. Yeah. Is that the way that went? That's how it worked. Maybe it was only eight. Don't say it. shit for attention. It's not cute. I hate this guy. I, I, I recreated it by shocking my taint. Did you? I, I heard that and I didn't understand it. I was like, what? What is he doing to his taint? I'm guessing Why? I'm guessing that's a YouTube video. If I had a guess, they probably have a okay. cute little YouTube video where he's up in the birthing chair and whoa, this is really painful on my taint. I mean, no different than the Try Guy videos where he's like, oh, we're going to try to hug cows to, to oh, feel God. better. Those Try Guy videos. I was watching this one is before he had any children and it was a five part <laughs> fatherhood series. The Try Guys raised toddlers for a day. And I'm watching, I just happened to hit part three, 15 million views of this video. Oof. That's the thing. When you make content that can be suitable for kids, the sky is the limit. Like if you're is not, what it is? if you're not like pushing any buttons and you're, you're staying away from all the YouTube no, no zones. Yeah. The sky's the limit, but it makes your content so much less it's interesting. It's so boring. So yeah. this is getting into where he kind of shows his true colors, talking about having his first child. And now I'm out here being like, "Daddy!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah she, he, he lets out a daddy. I hate this guy's confidence. How has the internet not put this asshole in his place yet? Do I have to do it? Is this my job now? You know it. To put this guy when in you, his place? Yeah. 
you come from money. Your grandparents live on an island. You, you you get to take trips while you're on an internship. Your YouTube channel has millions of subscribers. Yes, that's going to lead to a lot of confidence that is yes. not earned. Yes, it's frustrating to me. Someone who is only experiencing people tearing people down on the internet. That there's people building this asshole up. Is that the other side of the coin that I've never seen on this internet thing? It could be some massive long game, you know. <laughs> you like think so? They're John building style. him up just to take him down? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, too. I hope that we're the first. This guy sounds a little bit like Paul Lynn. I like, that's the only thing I like about him. Oh, no, he's, he's, you see, you didn't listen to an hour-long episode. No. That's why you're saying what you're saying. Oh, okay. Let's, let's play a few more examples. This is talking about what we were talking about earlier, um, them bragging about their traveling. Yeah. No, and oh, suddenly yeah. we were experiencing a new city. Yeah. We were uh, also experiencing it through a toddler's eyes. Yeah. Going to museums and going to, you know, different parks and different things. And so they had a one and a half year old kid. They went to London in Paris. And this asshat is going, it was amazing. It was like experiencing this through the toddler's eyes. That kid did not know what the fuck was going on and will not remember any of it. You're going to museums with a toddler? It's a waste of that kid's time. I don't understand why any parent, like, yeah, when did your kid start having a memory? Maybe, like, I don't know, like, nine, eight, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Chrissy had some issues. I can't remember shit. (laughs) I I have a memory, like, when I was was four, but, like, trips. All right, right, that's better. Eight or nine. I, I don't know how like many paint grade. chips you guys all were eating growing up, but I know when my memory really kicked in. You, you might want to talk to a professional about what you're suppressing over there, Chrissy. <laughs> but yeah, okay, fine. Younger than four, your kid is not going to remember. No. Ooh, no. Don't you remember the Louvre? We took you when you were two. We took you to see the David and you shat your pants. When I talk to my friends, toddlers, I pretend I'm talking to a, like a blackout drunk. Because I can say anything to them, and they'll never have any recall of anything that I've said. They don't seem to appreciate it, but I have fun. They think they're so cool and special by like, oh, we're traveling with kids so hard. And then on multiple occasions, they they mention, well, it's because we brought one of our moms. Like in this episode 38 and in the other episode, uh, I guess it was 35, the one about traveling. Yeah. I know we're jumping around a lot. No, go for it. Really good example is clip number 16. This made this made me full of rage because it's all about, oh, it's so easy. Anybody can travel with kids. Yeah, this and whole, then this whole episode is about traveling with children. Like, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like, well, we and have some advice. Very, yeah. There's very <laughs> few actual advice until it comes down to this, like clip number 16, where they let it slip, you know, the secrets to their success. Let's talk about that trip to London and Paris. Yes. So what did we... What are some like what are some things that you remember about that trip that we did well? Well, we brought your mom. Mm-hmm. That was huge. Helpful. <laughs> so it was actually Would a work trip. Recommend. It was a work trip for us. Yeah. Um which if we hadn't brought my mom it would not have been possible for us to work. Um cuz we we had to like do 
We're employed by London and Paris. Yes, this is by the, the tourism. Uh, London and Paris Tourism Board. Yeah. To but, encourage people to travel to London, Paris. Yeah, but we like had to go to certain places and there were certain like evening commitments that we had yeah. uh, that we couldn't bring Make kids to. Make it look to. natural. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just stumbled into this. Oh, amazing. look at this amazing wow, so cool. restaurant. Oh, it's so, so wonderful. Yeah. But it was actually very cool. It was fantastic. <laughs> just it was fantastic. All these awesome experiences for us. Oh, nice. Good for you. That's great. Really happy for you guys. It was paid for. Oh, my God. It's, it's so easy to travel with I, kids. I really hope that not only do they get a free vacation and that uh, Ariel's mom takes care of the kid and they can do whatever they want. I hope that they get to recount that story multiple times on a podcast that they get paid for from sponsors. That's great. I'm really happy for these people. They deserve it. I'm so happy for them. That's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Who is listening to this and, like, rooting for these assholes? Are there people rooting for these people? They don't, they're so, this is what happens when you like come from money and you stay in money. You're so unaware of how you sound and how like kind of charmed your life is. Yeah. So let's get into some of the clips where they're talking about interactions with their babies, which is if a coworker says this to me, I punch them in the face and I say, you don't talk to me anymore. This is, we're, this is over. And these people are going on a podcast and broadcasting this as if anybody gives a shit. I, I mean, remember the 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 moment when you would like chat with Finn or say you know hey Finn like look at this toy and he looks back at you and he's like bah, 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 bah. Mm-hmm. I mean that's such a big deal it's unremarkable is is that a big deal it's pretty mundane yeah that's <laughs> a pretty mundane thing that happened hey look at this toy okay yeah. I do that it's every t- day. <laughs> I do that after 6 p.m. Yeah. Uh, you would think that, like, after having two kids, they would have more wisdom and more advice. But it's all just, like, stuff. Even if you don't have kids, you could be like, yeah, they, they do, like, nonsense talk. Like, you don't need to have a kid to know that. Yeah. Well, here's another example of these amazing conversations they're having with their babies. After we had some food, they're just looking at me, like, staring at me in my eyes and just babbling, like, Gah. And then I say, yes, hello. And they say, good. And they say, <laughs> and we had some milk. And they say, good. <laughs> just kind of like that back and forth. It felt like a real conversation. That's, that's so I don't know. dumb. Well, and I know that you were kind of hating on Ariel before, but Ned is so fucking annoying and enraging that Ariel gets a pass from me. She's putting I up do, with that guy. I, yeah. Like, okay, God bless you. You go, yeah, girl. I understand it. He is, he to me seems like one of these sort of like failure to like launch into a, like fatherhood guys. Like, I, I don't say like, oh, he's not an adult. Cause it's like, yeah, he's on this popular try guys thing. He's, he's obviously like, you know, made money through the years. But like, there were so many points in a couple of these episodes where I was like, Ned, I think had to be kind of like, uh, cajoled into fatherhood like she's a couple years older than him there were many points in these podcasts where he was like oh, I, don't, I wasn't really ready uh, to be a dad and then she'll chime in like but you got there oh god that's that's even more annoying is that he's being controlled and he thinks that he's the one who's the hot shot in this he also makes me hate his son Finn such a baby baby where he just brings joy you know like, Such a little chunk. I just want to eat him. I just want to eat him. I hate people like this. And then I hate their kids because of them. 
And Finn he's did nothing baby, wrong. Baby? Finn he's did baby nothing baby. wrong here. He was just a chubby baby who looked delectable. But I'm sitting there going, I hate everybody in this equation. I'm sorry. What is it that when they're talking about poop? Uh, clip number three, I think, is like Wes poops by himself. The, this episode oh. 38, it's like they're talking about like their top 10 parenting moments. Yes. And what they never do is explain like what they did to have these moments, whether it's a potty moment, whether it's, you know, a nice story. They're not like, here's what we implemented to like, you know, cause progress with our kids. And they're just like, oh, it just sounds like a, I guess it's like a regular conversation that they could just have in private between, but they're not like, methodical about it they're not like oh it's here's what we did to get these results it's not right. helpful and they try to act like oh we're gonna help you everyone else who is a new parent and let you know what we did and it's not helpful in any way all they want to do is talk about themselves that's the only yep. point of this thing existing okay here's your track the first time wes pooped by himself <laughs> yes i mean we hear a little like clump Michael Winslow. That was not his poop that Ned is trying to. This is him hopping out of bed, walking to the bathroom, the bathroom door opening, you know, hearing him take off his diaper, and then pooping by himself. I walk in, I'm like, hey, Wes, are you you doing okay? He says, I need privacy. (laughs) (laughs) I need some privacy. (laughs) And it's like, it, it was after so much difficulty, potty. I would say the usual amount of difficulty potty yeah. training. Yeah. Uh, and all of these poopy diapers that we have been changing. When yeah. He pooped by himself. What? Like, what did you do to get him to poop by himself? Did what were the steps you took? You know, the advice part. And also, did he wipe okay? Because that's my first question. The kid's first poop. I'm watching to see how much he's itching his asshole the rest of the day. I'm going to be eyeballing that. It sounds like they, they might have at least one bidet in their house. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, God. That's good. <laughs> My baby's first bidet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, you have another clip right after that where um, I think Ned is kind of feeling sad that he won't get to poop with his son anymore now that his son can poop on his own. I immediately also thought... Wait, does this mean we're never going to poop together again? What? Wait, what? You poop oh, with like, him? No, I mean sometimes, but it's more like sitting <laughs> sitting there with him to oh, help him. Because he wanted privacy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's fair. You, you enjoyed the smells of... This. Real quick, her reaction, wait, what? Was yeah. the right reaction. Sights and the correct. smells. <laughs> it was, it's kind of weird, poop. right? You're like, I never want to change a diaper again. But also like, oh, I'm never going to change a diaper again. I know. Like, oh. That's like, so uh, true. Because when you're sitting there and he's like still pooping and you're like, can I please leave? And you're like, no, I need you. And you're like, okay, I guess okay. we'll just sit here looking at each other on the toilet for 20 <laughs> Twenty the, American minutes. He has the funniest faces when he's. I mean, everybody has weird faces when they poop, but I don't. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't have funny faces when I'm pooping. <laughs> You're looking in the mirror the whole time. I just know. <laughs> a man just knows. Chris. Okay. You gotta keep a straight face. <laughs> the serious poop face. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is more Ned being Ned with his silly voices. He's talking about how, wow, I can't wait to hold birthing these kids over their heads when they're older. I can't wait till they... And this is an example, too, like you were talking about, Chrissy, where 
they think they're funny. They've been surrounded by people who tell them they're funny, and yep. they people smile at them whenever they're talking. So they just think that this is great. I can't wait till they're teenagers and you can like guilt trip them. Like, I popped you out no epidural, and you're gonna <laughs> sass me like that. No PlayStation for a week. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Yeah, they've been surrounded (laughs) by yes people. (laughs) They haven't. Here's the thing. You know what creates funny people? Um, Struggle, abuse, doing without. These people have had experienced none of that. I'm not even mad at them because Chrissy, that's not their fault. I'm mad at everyone who listens to the show on purpose. Those are the people who piss me off because they shouldn't have an audience. Then they would learn these lessons. They would have some struggle. They might get funny or they might actually have a personality that's interesting. I was upset with how many commercial breaks there were, how many sponsors. I was like, man, I was like, this was just like an alley-oop. This was just like, uh, you know, they had this huge YouTube channel success. So they were probably like, oh, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll pay for you guys to do a podcast. We'll get it right on this network. Like, no big deal. Yeah, Acast, the network they're on, can suck my dick. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's an episode we recommend. Hi, I'm theme park journalist Carly Wiesel, and my job is to bring you the weirdest, wackiest theme park stories on my podcast, Very Amusing. Hear how Disney built a Star Wars-themed land from the people who built it, the wild way Butterbeer was first created, and this week, get a secret look at what happens inside Disneyland's members-only Club 33. Nope. That sounds terrible. That woman has way too much energy. I've been obviously told that I have too much energy on the show from time to time, but... Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Producer Chris, not so much. At least you don't watch your son poop. Good point. point. (laughs) I was just going to ask, do you know that for a fact, Chrissy? I mean, okay, I get watching, but it's like, I feel like Ned really watches his son poop. He's like, he's really involved. He poops alongside him. All right, let's get into this because I know that you picked up on this as well. This is where Ned turns a corner for me and turns into a little bit of a creep. And got me a little bit nervous about what his motives are. Kids are so funny with their relationship to being naked. Who's that old guy over there? Uncle Paul, Uncle Paul, with the creepy old guy stare. Yeah. Uncle Paul, now he's coming <laughs> over here, slowly limping down the hall. It's too late now, cause here comes Uncle Paul. Let me show you how to make a big boy love you. It, it gets worse <laughs> with this clip. Completely uh, buck-ass naked. Completely naked. And it was the funniest and thing. And so joyful about it. Yeah, just like, like j- gleefully naked. Yeah, that beard tickles their little bottoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to sweeten that with a little Uncle Paul action. But this last clip, I did not have to sweeten it all. It is just creepy. I, just I, I, walk up it, to you naked and then turn around and be like... Just shake his little bottom. Nicky booty dance. Nicky booty dance. And I, I know that we have like sort of taught him this in some way. You taught your toddler to do a naked booty dance. Why don't you have a seat over here? Let's have a conversation about what are you doing? No, you're getting it all wrong. It's step ball change. I'm Twist. 
Drop it like it's hot, baby. <laughs> Do I got to show you the WAP video again? Because you're not picking up on these moves at all. Ugh. The mom is such... Yeah, they're both pretty insufferable. The mom is such a narcissist. Like, clip number 11 is a good example. How she's just like, it's all about what it looks like, how she can impress oh, yeah. other people. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite is Please Be Excused. Mm-hmm. Where it it doesn't even register to him like what he's saying. He just goes, please be excused. He's like saying it on the way to yeah. leaving. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, yep, fine, go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. And when when somebody else hears it, I feel like that's even more of a win. Oh, and I know, yes. yeah, I know that that's that that's not what parenting is about. Yeah, but, but like when somebody else bit. hears my child say, "Please be excused," <sighs> and then they look at me like, "Wow, you did that." I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I I put in the time to like every single day. Ugh. I want the credit for, yeah. for just doing my job as mom. All right, let's all just give her a standing O. Can we all just agree that she deserves a standing O for that? The kid's polite. Great job. Amazing. Yeah, performative parenting at its best. All right. Did I, you? I want to play oh, real sorry. quick, Chrissy. I'm sorry. I've been interrupting. I want to play a clip real quick to... Uh, let everyone know that Ariel does get her comeuppance. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly remember when we laid Wes on my chest mm. and he pooped all over me. Mm-hmm. He pooped the like black meconium stuff. Mm-hmm. That's gross. That's my favorite Ooh. part. All right. I'm sorry. Where were you going? <laughs> <laughs> um, clip number <laughs> clip number six is a good six is a good example of oh. how kind of like unaware they are. Like they yeah. say things and then they realize like they're so performatively woke um, that the mom, Ariel, actually complains that one of the boys is too much a stereotypical boy. How is it that? Our boy child is so stereotypically boy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, very. Like, I feel like we're kind of woke. Very gender in, like, normative. The, this ra- child, the raising yeah. of our mm-hmm. of our. He just used the word gender normative, and it rolled oh, off his tongue. God, he couldn't what a fucking cuck. I he hate couldn't say him. memories, but he said gender normative. No what problem. Kids like the. <laughs> he's such a pussy. I have no respect for Ned. All right, I'm back it up. Here we go. Raising yeah. of our of mm-hmm. our kids. Like yeah. I really, really am trying. First favorite movie was Frozen. Love talking about yeah. Anna and Elsa. But like, oh, what is it Dolls. about power tools, trucks, and dinosaurs that just gets this kid going? I don't know. I mean, they're all pretty friggin' awesome. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I like power tools. So I want to point something out here because. They're upset that he's a stereotypical boy in the things that he likes. And the reason why stereotypes exist is because there's truth to them. Right. It's She thinks the mom is upset that they're not, that their woke powers combined are not enough to overpower biology. Right. And like, yes, that... let your kids have their interests that they're naturally like gravitating towards. Adam Carolla has a great take on stereotypes. He goes, you know, if somebody says, gee, those Germans can't drive for shit, it doesn't catch on. Like, mm-hmm. there are things that people say, like, girls are great at basketball. That's not a stereotype because there's no truth to that at all. Boys like dinosaurs and trucks. There's, that's just, yep. there's just truth to that. I'm sorry. It's just how the world works. Uh, I mean, there's probably, like, some, like, unconscious yeah, biases sure that we as parents are projecting where, like, Maybe. I mean... I, as a, you know, adult, I prefer trucks to like 
dolls. <laughs> I thought I was going to say women. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. It's just my personality. Yeah. I, you know, was gonna... I prefer trucks to women, guys to women. You'd be an engineer <laughs> there for a while, not a fashion yeah. designer. There is there is something about that where like you you and I both actually I think we are Yeah, you love power tools. I love power tools and I love explaining how things work. Oh yeah. You know, like I explain uh, this is an articulating jigsaw. Alright. So this is where she explains that she, that's how woke she is. She's into power oh, yeah. tools. This is how mommy likes how things work. Mommy puts the strap on on and then she rails <laughs> daddy with it. This is how things work. How does that work? It's physics. Well, first you, you marry a gay man. Step two. <laughs> step two. <laughs> Put out tons of Instagram photos to make it look like he's straight and everything's perfect and everyone's happy. I was watching one of these YouTube videos that's gotten hundreds of thousands of views, and he literally puts a razor, an electronic razor, in Wes's hands and says, shave daddy's beard, and you watch mm. this ridiculously edited clip of a baby just shoving a razor on a guy's face. <laughs> and this is content on YouTube that people are wow. watching. I think he was probably hoping that he would like injure the dad and then they would have like killer outtakes. Like, oh, I'm bleeding. It was all Wes's been, fault. That would have been great. Yeah. That's not what's happening though, Chrissy. That's not what's happening here. I mean, why Ugh. would you watch that type of video? Have you watched every Golden Girls three times in a row? Maybe. There's I think they're things. the first people to ever have kids to ever, like, you know, do any of these things. Oh, oh yeah. And like you said, always giving out great advice about how to raise children. I didn't know what I was doing, and I, I sort of had this, like, very rosy outlook on what breastfeeding was going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he didn't have a good latch. We needed like nipple shields and, uh, it, it was just, it was a struggle from the beginning. It was painful. <laughs> it was, um, you know, I, and, and I, and I found myself just preferring to pump. I love that story. <laughs> I, I bet Ned has a nipple shield that he puts up when you're changing. So he doesn't have to see your naked body because you're not a dude. <laughs> Oh no, use the nipple shield. I can't see these breasts. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. What else do you have to talk about here? Anything else you want to hit on? Um, yes. Uh she talked about wanting to did she did we do the one where she's like talking about wanting to bite her kid? I, I mean, this is a thing I've heard a lot of parents say. I like, did oh, I play to- that, but we can do yeah, you got a longer version of it. So uh, there's a little bit of overlap here. I, Such a little chunk. There's just a chunk. I just chunk with his little legs. I just, oh, legs. So I just want to eat him. I just want to eat him. You know, he's, he's, he's one of those babies where you just want to take a nibble. Uh, I just, I you know, uh, he is, it, it, I never understood the draw of like people to babies until I had my own and it is especially apparent with Finn. He's just one of those babies that just draws you to him Mm -hmm. with his smiles and his giggles. Okay. Proud mommy. Congratulations. She likes, she likes the second baby more than the first baby. (laughs) That's obvious. Yes. Oh, there's a thing where they say in here where they're, they're talking about something that they would never tell to their kid. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me find let me find this clip. Like, oh, we would never tell him this. Yes. But, um 
it was so funny because they're talking about something about how they like. Oh, they didn't want it. That's right. You have the clap. It's about how they were scared to meet Wes at first. Yes, scared. Scared to meet their firstborn. Like, yeah. what do you think is going to come out? Yeah, what was that clip? Do you remember what number it was? Not the one about Wesley's dreaming of pine cones. <laughs> Wesley's first lemon. No, it, uh, it wasn't this fascinating story. You know, it's a great, it's a great experience. Yeah. To eat with your kids and just have that. You know, just both of us watching them explore different foods and yeah. flavors and just like got all messy. Yeah. What's his so first cool. lemon? Remember oh, when he yeah. ate a lemon for yeah, the first time and he was like, lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. A baby wouldn't like something that's super sour. How would you find out no about way. that? You must have to experiment and find and actually have it happen in order to know that. Yeah, again, you don't need to have kids to know how a baby's going to react to also, a lemon. wouldn't you, if you're a parent and you're super excited about your baby, wouldn't you want to talk about your baby rather than listen to these assholes talk about their baby? I don't understand who the audience is for this. Like, oh, yeah, remember when this thing happened? This is for an audience of two people that would care yeah, about this. The, the number eight clip is another good example of how, like... When they try to do baby advice, it's like the most basic shit ever. It's, again, stuff that people without babies know. And now here he is looking at you and responding to his name Mm -hmm. and grabbing at things that you put in front of him or, you know, like actually being able to communicate with you in terms of what he needs, like... You know, he's very he's he's a he's a pretty easy baby in the sense that like when he's tired, he rubs his eyes and gets fussy. (laughs) And when he's hungry, he's fussy Mm -hmm. and like, you know, reaches for a bottle or. Wow. You don't say (laughs) groundbreaking (laughs) when he's tired, he rubs his eyes. What a smart kid. (laughs) Jesus Christ. These fucking people are the worst. Uh, so yeah, there's some clip on here and I don't know where it is now, but there's some clip where they say, yeah, I was kind of worried about meeting my first son, Wes. I was more excited about meeting Finn, but I would never tell Wes that you just did. There's a podcast about these kids lives. They're probably going to listen to it. Wouldn't you be pissed if your parents had a podcast when you were seven months old? Absolutely. It would suck. I'd I'd hate every, and this isn't even the worst part. These kids are on YouTube and Instagram. All of this is being documented. The most embarrassing moments of your life are all being documented for the world to see. And probably they're peaking right now. Like Finn's never be more famous than he is right now would be my <laughs> guess. That can't be good. That that means heroin at 17 is what that means. Oh, no. <laughs> the star is falling the already. The babies are very cute. <laughs> the babies are super cute. I feel bad that their parents aren't more interesting. Let's talk about the sign off. Life's a journey. Take baby, Take baby steps. steps. Take baby steps off a fucking cliff. You know that she. <laughs> you know that Ariel wanted that to be her part. Like take baby steps. Yes, right. She yeah, thought, like, thought they were going to alternate. Yeah. yeah. Take baby steps. <laughs> Did you do um number e- equally cringy is like clip number twelve where I decided it would be a good idea to do oh, a little yeah. drinking game and drink every time Ariel says the word journey all right everybody get out your shot glasses but you know the having three having two it's it's always a different a different journey Mm -hmm. you know the journey with finn was different from the journey with west that's right and uh and everybody's journey is different uh but this is this is what we got you know and i think that every journey does have 
joys. It has mm. ups and downs. Profound. Yeah. <laughs> Groundbreaking journey, journey. shit. It's a journey. I mean, guys, what you have to understand is that it's a journey. It's not, it's yeah. not a destination. Having a child is not a destination. It's a journey. Wow. How many live, love, laugh pillows do you think are in their house? <laughs> yeah, right. No shit. <laughs> this is the podcast equivalent of getting stuck at a wedding when you're sat with a couple at you know the dinner oh, table yeah. and you have to listen to them and there's no escape. Right. That's what this podcast is. Yeah. The couple who just had a kid and this is their first time not being away from the kid. Sure. Like they've only been in their home talking to babies for the last seven months. Yep. And then they're at the wedding and you don't know them. And they're like talking and baby talk yes. to each other, and you want to murder them. This you- is the podcast equivalent of like basic bitch brunch. <laughs> yeah, that's what you work for. This, it. Is, All right. this podcast is a watered down mimosa. <laughs> it's not even real orange juice. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I see. Oh, God. Uh, Chrissy, if you're ready to move on, I'm ready to move on. I guess. I guess we can move on. Oh, you sound sad about it. Do you, do you have more to say? <laughs> oh no, no. I think like yeah, we did. Pl- uh, we did uh, play the Paris London clip where I just can't get over like oh it was so we traveled like everything was paid for and we brought your we brought your mom. It's like well that's it. That's all the <laughs> like let's see you travel without things being everything being paid for and without bringing a babysitter. Also, and, yeah. and you have this in the clip uh, where they're talking about they didn't want to have kids or not they didn't want to have kids. Ned didn't want to have kids because he thought that once we have kids we can't travel anymore and I want to travel. And Arrow's like no we can we can still travel with a baby. And I just wanted to say but don't. Like the, the, mm-hmm. the problem with traveling with a baby is that it ruins everybody else's good time. When I see yeah. you get on the airplane with the baby, I hate you. I'm mad yeah. at you and I hate you. Just because you're in first class doesn't mean we can't hear you back here in coach, <laughs> right. okay? And also, I know that people have to travel with babies from time to time, but we're going to Vegas. All right, my flight is landing in Vegas. That's not a place where you're going to get connection to somewhere else. I know you're on vacation, asshole. Stop it. Yeah. You stop it right now. You stop that. (laughs) And with that, I bring you... Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. This week's Cringe of the Week comes from Ethan Lemon. And I am happy to say, the Cringe of the Week this week features myself. This is the creep-off where Vinny hit the wrong drop and Rick rolled himself. And this was very funny. Carl? Yeah, was that, was that right? Here's my, here's my advice to anyone who is entertaining the idea of having a sexual relationship with someone who is under the legal age. No, that's <laughs> That's wrong. It's actually... You rickrolled yourself! <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. Stop it. Yeah. Get some help. That's the drop. That's, That's the drop the one we want. For. He meant to hit the stop it drop. And you're such a good friend. <laughs> I don't even know why Rick Astley's on his soundboard. I don't know what it's yeah, doing. Right. What's it doing there? Yeah. I've never heard it on the show before. Good point. Maybe that's just like what he listens to in his free time. I don't know. Um, Chris, are you still with us? Oh, yeah. Michael Gavin Ali has the Michael Gavin Ali show. By the way, yes, he does. The very first <laughs> guest of that show ever was yours truly. The second ever guest on that show was Chrissy Mayer. I mean, it it does feel pretty good. 
to, to be like the second person he thought of to have on his show. <laughs> I'm sure you got asked first and you just said, ah, I'm busy. <laughs> uh, so I checked this morning. If, if you're feeling good, I'm going to change that. I checked this morning. The show where I'm the guest, 400 views. Chrissy's the guest, 121. Just saying. Wow. Just saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I People mean, have chosen. Get ready for the debut of Carl's Wet Spot on Compound Media. I'm taking <laughs> over. <laughs> Carl's Wet Spot. <laughs> Except it's from like Sprite and uh, Shane, oh, Shane Stain. <laughs> I hope so. All right, uh, let's, let's listen to uh, a clip from the Michael Gavin Ali show where his guest bailed on him and he had to full, fill the hour by himself with his producer. By the way, his producer's great. I forget his name, but he's a great guy. Uh, let's uh, get into this riveting conversation. I love going to a lot of Yankee Day games in the day, not on the weekends. Why is that? I don't know. It just, it's just more. I don't even know. I just like going to day games. Like I like taking off from work and going to a one o'clock game on a, on a weekday. All right. So I heard that and I went, "Wait, this guy has a job." He I, does. I'm confused. I think he works with uh, other people with autism. Really? I think so. I think he's like an embedded journalist in in the sense that like he he is kind of on the spectrum and he works with people. Yeah, he's, which ki- he's kind of on the spectrum. He's kind of yeah. So there's like, a lot of fully functioning people who don't have jobs right now. So I applaud anybody who's who's employed. He's an autism whisperer. It's very impressive. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well done. All right. Well, hey. Can't fault him for that. So that's our review of the Michael Gavin Ali show. <laughs> Great hey. job, buddy. Congrats on going to a Yankees game that day. Very happy for you. Great now, content. I was not going to play this clip or talk about this, but because Anthony Cumia kind of let it out of the bag and things happened after he let this out of the bag, I'm going to play this clip from the Anthony Cumia show. But it was it was pretty fucking uh, funny. It was pretty fucking funny. I got to give it to Iraq. You want to listen to that on uh, who are these podcasts? And uh, I will be doing one of their episodes in August. Very excited about that. And uh, I got I got my my text from uh, Carl, and he's like, uh, you know, anything you don't want to talk about, that's cool. He goes, I- I'm sure Opie's kind of off limits. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? That's why I'm doing it. I sit and listen to their show, and I'm screaming stuff at the radio. That's the show I want to do, the shit I'm screaming at the radio. (laughs) That, I want Stuttering John, and I want that fucking, what's his name, Philip Michael, whatever, no, Philip Michael. Michael Michael Gavin Ali? No. (laughs) It's all coming together. It's all coming together, no. So then Anthony did a whole Patrick Michael segment. After that, which was fantastic, he found some of his karaoke tracks and played some videos with Patrick Michaels. So that's exciting. August 6th, uh, that show will be coming out that weekend after that Friday uh, with Anthony Kumi on the show. And we'll be uh, good old old school Jocktober, which I'm very excited nice. about. Now, this guy Sayenzi. Are you familiar with Sayenzi? Oh, yeah. Isn't it Science? Maybe. I used to pronounce it Science and then people made fun of me, so I don't know. Potato, potato. Honestly, I don't like uh, cartoon shows from Japan, so I don't know what the fuck it is. I think it's a Dragon Ball Z reference. Oh, that's what that is? Okay. I think so. Maybe it's hentai. He's a dork. 
I don't know. I don't know what his name means. All right. I do know his name is Kyle. His real name is Kyle. So Kyle, Kyle what he likes to do now is grab video shows that are behind a paywall and then put them up on YouTube while he's talking about them. So he did this to me and Shuli the other day, which was really fucking annoying. Shuli and I did a Patreon only episode and then immediately that's up on YouTube with this guy talking about it. And then he also did it with Anthony Cumia. So he's playing what I just played for you, Anthony, talking about how he's going to come on WATP. Well, Kyle gets very upset about this. He gets very butthurt that Anthony Kumi would come on our show, and he starts ragging on us. Gordy's podcast dude stinks. Carl fucking sucks. He's not funny. I'm sure he's gay. No! So excited. He's high energy. Uh, he's Harvey Firestein. Well, that's Jewish. Pretty sure they're still Jewish, though. So I'm, I'm gay, and I'm high energy, and I'm not funny, according to Kyle. Let's hear more about how much I suck. There's shit takedowns of what they do. Like, the nigga is actually reviewing the podcast. He's not shitting on the people in real life. Like, you have to do a shit fucking. All right, faggot. You're a Jew fag who does a thing. Well, I obviously don't have your wit or your broadcaster voice, <laughs> but I'm doing the best that I can with what I have. I also like that he's stealing Cumtown's material. He's just calling me. A gay Jew fag over and over again. Okay. It's fun. It's not bad. So then he rags on me for having Stuttering John be the centerpiece of the show. By the way, the growth of your show, if your main focus is Stuttering John, holy shit, you think. So I disagree with this. If you can grow a show focusing on Stuttering John, that means you're amazing. No one else in history has done this. I'm the only person who's built an audience with Stuttering John. Howard Stern didn't get more listeners because he had Stuttering John on his show. Jay Leno couldn't do it. John can't do it himself. No. I'm quite remarkable in that way. Yes. That I'm able to grow the show talking about Stuttering John Melendez. So when I listen to this guy, and we've talked about him before, because his claim to fame is he talks about Opie and Anthony and Howard Stern and kind of the stuff that we do. And, you know, it's behind the scenes stuff that he tries to do. Uh, and so I think that he's really upset that this didn't work out for him, and instead Anthony Kumi is talking about my show and coming on my show, and so now he feels the need to lash out at me and uh, just really throws everything at me. Gordy's podcast is basically doing Jocktober, but the business setup is bad because you can never attack a big, good, successful podcast. So you'll never really grow and try shit niggas. Like, they can't cover Joe Budden or... Um, that horror call me daddy so they'll never be big and they got good with Kumia who's blacklisted and they think that's their goal forward so um, he, this guy's projecting a lot of things like oh they do this they do this they think this they think that he doesn't know anything about this show obviously we've done call her daddy yeah. we do big shows all the fucking time and we don't think so right? and thinking is not something that we're yeah. up to over here asshole you dummy <laughs> but he, he explains that he knows everything about what we're up to. I think Carl from this podcast is like 50. How old is he? <laughs> no, he'll never attack anyone who likes him. And he explained this, by the way. He'll never burn a bridge. Okay, so no integrity in what you do. He'll never be... It, what, what Carl from Hardy's podcast says is he'll never really be honest. 
If I'm 50, I look pretty good. You have to say that. Right. Not bad for 50. Uh, I'll never attack anyone who likes me. Uh, okay, we've gone after Dick Masterson, Doug from Who's Right, Kyra from the official podcast, Doug from Good Times Great Movies, Chrissy Mayer. I think I have yeah. a fucking series about Chrissy Mayer. You attack me all the time. Producer Chris, this fucking <laughs> asshole. What he's referring to is Kevin Brennan on Twitter told me to review Would You Kindly, and I said, no. I produce my show. Kevin Brennan doesn't produce my show. If Kevin Brennan tells me to jump, I don't say how high. I say, go fuck yourself, Kevin Brennan. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. And he goes out to say, this is an integrity issue. I don't have integrity. I'm not running for office. I host a roast-style comedy show. I'm not looking for integrity. We're just trying to put out a fun show, a fun product. Do I have to explain all this? Does no, this make sense? no. <laughs> But so, it's nice that you do. It is nice that I do. All right. Let's see. Uh, he's confused. He doesn't think that we have an audience over here. Cool. Yeah. Why'd you do it on Hardy's podcast? You get more viewers if you just did it right now. And have a faggot Jew going, oh my God, can we go? We did anything right here. I'm doing a car from Hardy's podcast impersonation. Oh my God, can we do anything right It's fucking DEFCON 1 with this nigga. Calm down. Obi, Obi did something. You're going to flick your bean to you, weirdo. What did he say at the very end there? Did you pick that up? He's called you a weirdo. No, I heard weirdo. <laughs> but everybody listen and tell me what this is. Obi, Obi did something. You're going to flick your bean to you, weirdo. What was that? One more time. All right. Give it a listen. Obi, Obi did something. You're going to flick your bean to you, weirdo. Yeah. Something about dim sum? <sighs> Making me hungry. Flicking beans? Obi, Obi did something. You're going to flick your bean to you, weirdo. So when I hear a guy who can't talk and doesn't have good material, I wonder, should I make a segment out of it? <laughs> no, I wonder who's watching Kyle. Who's watching Kyle's show? And then I'm listening to the latest, is it the shoes? And doesn't Patty Seacup say this? Even that weirdo that was fucking Science Media or Science Entertainment and he's unique now. Guys like this I enjoy. Because they don't understand how they are actually part of that entertainment as well. You're just as much a part of the joke as what you're talking about. So, this is funny. This is getting meta. This, this is, is getting meta because here is Patty Seacups going, this science guy, he doesn't realize <laughs> that why it's funny is because he's a moron. And he even goes a little bit further than that. And this is brilliant. The one dude, the unique guy, he shouldn't be on a mic anywhere. I should mention that Sciencey's recently rebranded to be unique, okay, so that's who he's, that's who he's talking about. But it's it's Kyle. I, I promise you that. The one dude, the unique guy, he shouldn't be on a mic anywhere. Does he not hear his own voice? That's not a voice anybody could listen to. It is so hard to get through. He's got fucking wet mouth. You know, uh, so the like, what's going on, dude? What is going on? And I rarely ever see a video on his YouTube that has upvotes instead of more upvotes than downvotes which that's lingo for reddit but he doesn't have more likes than dislikes in most of his videos <laughs> dude <laughs> you're getting goofed on by patrick michael oh man i don't think you're ready for this buddy uh i gotta play more clips though because you'd go on to roast us some more i should do what hordy's podcast do to them and just the primary tag it 
target is their gay fag Jew host. They got a gay fag Jew host. The new Carl is gay as fuck. Oh, okay, uh, Nick Mullen. Good, uh, good jokes there. I mean, if you want to do a style show like we do and goof on us, please try to figure that out. Go for it. There's a reason why you go after Stuttering John and Opie every time. I like that. Like the model has even changed for Hardy's podcast, and they should just fully change the model. Just embrace it. Stop doing random other podcasts. No one watches those episodes. That's why during those episodes. Hey, we're going to talk about shit you don't care about. But then we're going to get to Stuttering John and Opie. Just talk about them all the time. But admit, tomorrow if Opie reached out to you and was willing to be your fucking co-host, you would never trash him again. My show is bigger than fucking Opie's at this point. And I 100% disagree with that. I do not want Opie to be a co-host with me on the show. It would not go well and it would not be fun. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure what he's talking about with that. So just a few more things that I want to play because, you know, Shuli reached out to me and he's like, why is this guy playing our show on his show? The one that we just did. And then he sent me some choice links and this is his mother-in-law coming in while he's doing his live stream and calling him a loser, which is pretty funny. My job is taking care of your children because you don't. Right. Yeah, no you, you think that's funny, but when I leave you with, when I leave my kids with you, you can't even my take care of them No, but you have to leave it with me because there's no Because fucking... I have to pay bills and do stuff. That's pay what bills, grown bills, people bills. do. What bills Sorry, do you grown pay? people don't lay in bed and play video games all day. Yes, they do. The people make money do. What do you do? Okay, Kyle, show your last pay stub. Let's see. Let's see your last welfare check. I don't get welfare. She goes... You know, people with jobs don't lay in bed all day and play video games. He goes, yeah, they do. <laughs> He's like, I'm a winner. I'm an adult. This is what people do. No, Kyle, it's not. You're a fucking loser. You're a loser who, I don't know who you're broadcasting to, but you're broadcasting domestic violence on your show. This is him getting hit by his mother-in-law while he's broadcasting. You live with your daughter and you fucked up our career by losing your fucking daughter's car. You're a crackhead, you Fucking crackheaded fuck. I'm a crackhead. Yeah, yeah, I lost your daughter's I'm first car. I'm a crackhead. Yeah, I lost your daughter's car. You're a fucking drug motherfucker. You drink every fucking night of the week. You lost your daughter's car. Yeah, yeah. And put us yeah. in debt. Yeah. Sure I did, Kyle. Yeah, you did. Fucking yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, you uh, took advantage of your daughter and fucked her man back when she was 18. <laughs> I did not fuck you. You motherfucker. I said her man, not me, weirdo. Whoa, stop trying to be part of me. That was him getting hit at the end. The other thing was slamming the door because he was like pushing the door against her. And then at the end, when he's like, you know, trying to fuck your daughter's boyfriend, then she lost her fucking mind and uh, went and hit him. So this is the worst audio that you're going to hear right now. And uh, this would be Kyle gets upset. Because someone's children, his children, his girlfriend's children, his girlfriend's mom's children. Who the fuck knows? These people live a very different lifestyle than I do. And uh, the kids are making noise and he gets upset because he's broadcasting to seven people. And it's very important that he puts on a great show with his mush mouth. (laughs) So doesn't he leave and smack his kid around? And I'm alleging that's what's happening. That's what people are saying is what happened. And uh, this is the audio of it. 
He comes back a couple minutes later and he's singing a song. He's all very proud of himself after going around and smacking people around in his home. Uh, great job, Kyle. You're doing a bang-up job. I can't believe Anthony Kumi doesn't want to go on your show. It's crazy that that wouldn't happen. But he does think he's big, and he goes on. He's talking to his family, and he says, when you become big, your family and friends become haters. And then he calls his girl a nobody. But um, in real life, when you become big, the most haters around you will be your family and friends. I hate you the most. Because you became a somebody. End it. What, what am I ending? I mean, End your stream. That's what I said. You getting some booty? Did you hear that, people? No. Yeah, you gave some booty. No, I'm you? not giving you no booty. The fuck? Then get the fuck out of here. Why don't I end it, you fucking nobody? Get a job. Make some money. Yeah, contribute. He calls his girlfriend a nobody. That's a weird Science thing. Science still? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm just here. I might have to go again in a couple minutes, but I'm listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, be, before you go again, I wanted to play for you our uh, our buddy, Husey. You know uh, Adam Hughes, Yes, right? Husey, hello. It's Husey, hello. Also, uh, Husey Entertainment <laughs> Yeah, on he's YouTube. the clickbait king. He really does a good job with it. And he recently had Chad Zumach on the show. Lord, I, <laughs> did, right. I I unfortunately did listen to some of this. All right, this is about you. The Chrissy Mayer thing just got out of got out of hand. It just, I was just bored trolling, and that's why I don't troll as much anymore. And uh, it got out of hand. Like we're, I was like, is this even reality anymore? Like I, I and then I, that's another thing I had to put it in perspective. I'm like, I don't even know her. Like, what are we doing? So I just, but she kept it going. Her and her boyfriend, and that's my thing. I'm not fighting a comedy team. I'm not gonna go fight. Uh, a YouTube group. I just, if you want to go toe to toe, one on one, and that's cool, but I don't have it in me anymore to argue with these people. I just don't care. I don't give a fuck. I know like some people enjoy the drama, but end of the day, I don't give a shit. I just don't care. Chad's not into drama. <laughs> he loves the drama more. The drama is what keeps him alive. I, he would like, I think he either forgets these details or. Just doesn't want to say them because it makes him look bad. But like I would, I never had anything to do with, with uh, what's his face, Zumok. And then I, I think he started making fun of Stacy Prostman. And then I was like, I kind of stuck up for her. Then he invited me onto his podcast. And I remember I did it like I, I was away with Frank. We're doing like we're trying to do like a romantic weekend, whatever. We're like in the Poconos in this place with like a heart shaped tub. And I was like, you know, what? let me more do Chad's. details, more details. Let me do Chad's <laughs> thing. So I brought my like setup and like did his podcast. Was like, and then he just like started all of this drama and it was just like just I don't know. Started talking shit and he didn't like that I called him out for buying followers. And like if you check on Social Blade. Zumok buys about 2,000 followers like every few months or so. Like, he, I think he's just obsessed with the number 20K. And if it falls below that, he just 
has to keep buying them. But he almost, you know, when you buy these followers real quick, like they almost immediately all dissolve or go away. The bots die out, however it works. But he spends more time buy, buying followers and talking shit than he does working on his brand. Yeah, I thought that was interesting that he was trying to figure out why he didn't want to be part of this feud anymore. And first he's like, well, I don't do the drama thing anymore. And then he goes, but also there's a team of people ganging up on me. It's Chrissy and Frank. (laughs) Two whole people. I can't handle it. (laughs) Yeah. I can't handle a team of two. I thought I was just fucking with Chrissy. I didn't realize her boyfriend was going to get involved. What the fuck? <laughs> he got involved when he started also talking shit about him like anyone else would. I remember when Senator John was talking about Frank's comedy club. He's like, there's a club that I wouldn't play at. No, there's a lot Never. of clubs that you won't play at. <laughs> and then really. he kept plugging it. He kept saying, White Plains Comedy Club. I'll never go there. That place stinks. That, that's a place White Plains you comedy. shouldn't go. White Plains Comedy Club. I'll give you the web address in a second. Oh, my Speaking God. Speaking of Stuttering John, I have a brand new Stuttering John intro that came in from the Jingles Department this week. The jingles department thought people would enjoy that um, that music. I want like to make that my ringtone. <laughs> you should. I think people would enjoy that. Uh, yes. Appar- you know what? He, they also started some shit too. It was like him. He, I think once he started getting with like Kevin Brennan, and things escalated. And they, they, I don't know. They they're like, well, everything she thinks and says is not any of her ideas. Like they had this. That was like part of the drama. Is like they think that. Everything I say on every podcast is either the ideas of Kumia or my boyfriend, Frank. You're just saying that because you work for Compound Media, and so you got to say what the boss wants to hear. I have no thoughts of my own. So this is great because Hale Sparks, who is Stuttering John's best and only friend, was on the show as he always is. And he's starting to troll him a little bit. And it's a lot of fun, especially when you watch the video to see John's face. Where he's like, "Wait, where are you going with this? This is the uh, this is the best clip of the year." You know how like there's uh, you. I'm sure at the pub, you know. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's "Glory Days" song, I think, you know, tells us the story of guys who sit at the end of the bar. You know, "Glory Days." Remember the young girls as "Glory Days." Remember when I did the one thing. Um, He's got glory days syndrome so fucking bad. And none of it is true. Now, is Hill Sparks doing that on purpose? Is Hale Sparks going to be a guest on our show in a couple of weeks? What's going on right now? Yes and yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> good, because Hale Sparks, the invitation is out there, my friend. Come on anytime. That was brilliant trolling. Because John can't do anything about that. He just has to sit there like an idiot. So I played this clip when I was on with Shuli the other day, and I teased it last week. And I guess I didn't realize how incredible this story is coming out of Stuttering John's mouth. So this is a longer story. It's a longer clip. Chrissy, tell me to pause it at any time if you have comments. (laughs) I really want to get your take on this. There's no way anything that he's saying here is true. And... 
knowing that, why would he make this story up? Because it doesn't even paint him in a good light. Let's get into it. This is the lesbian story. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you, this is this is horrible. I'm at the Pickwick Pub, and there is a lesbian. Right. Super hot, <laughs> super mm -hmm. hot. Nice, nice size breasts. Great right. body. But she's a lesbian. All right. First off, Ugh. there's a super hot lesbian at Pickwick Pub. You've already lost me. This, <laughs> this, this is a hole in the wall place in a shitty neighborhood outside of L.A. Yeah. You sure it's not just some girl who had four drinks? Like maybe she's not a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Let's <laughs> let's listen more. Ooh. So I say. So, I, so we start talking. I'm flirting. I'm flirting. I'm flirting. Why is he flirting with a lesbian, producer Chris? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you asking me? He's trying to turn her. Yes. He's like, so there's this hot lesbian. She hates guys. Most people yeah. hate me, even if they're into guys. And I'm hitting on her. So we got that in common. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck with that, He would not be John. my pick <laughs> yeah, right. to turn somebody back over to, to heterosexuality. Oh, well, just you wait. And I go, uh, you know, and then she starts going, she starts saying to me, you know what? I miss penis. As lesbians <laughs> do. Lesbians are always talking about like, you know what? I'm attracted to other females, but goddamn, just a, a erect penis every now and again would be great. I just, I sure do miss that. This story checks out so far. I think it's me, just you know like the... <laughs> the lesbians become lesbians because they they hate who the penis is attached to. Like they can buy the <laughs> penis. You can have them in your nightstand. You right. Can... <laughs> yeah, they can do things that we can't do. Yeah. What I miss penis. Oh, I do miss penis. Not the plastic one, right? <laughs> I go. Do you want to come back to my place? Right. She goes. She goes yeah. Just yeah. As, as long as it's quick, because we get. All right. So this is funny part. Do you want to come back to my place to fuck? And the lesbian says, yeah, as long as it's quick. Chrissy, have you ever wanted to get with a guy, but only if it's quick? Is that no. And, and, <laughs> and lesbians don't do anything quickly. Are you right. kidding me? You better be a premature ejaculator or else I'm not going to sleep with yeah. you. <laughs> All right, <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> wow. You better be quick. <laughs> Four plays out of the question. All right. Yeah. Lesbians love unfulfilling, short, quick sex with men. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't want to be pleasured in any way. As long as it's quick, because we get because 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 my wife is gonna be you know you know is gonna be checking up on me. Right. Oh boy. So I, in, like an idiot, I didn't go to my car first and grab all my pills. Right. So now I take, so I drive her Range Rover with a hard on to my place. Okay, so Ew. yeah, so what he's explaining is he's got his Blue Chew or his Cialis or whatever it is, Viagra, and he doesn't have it with him at the time. It's in his car, and he takes her car, her Range Rover, to drive it back to his place. But he's got a raging hard on while driving her back. I assume in anticipation of what's going to happen. I could barely steer the wheel. The boner was in the way. I kept making left turns when I didn't want to. To my place. But then I get to my place and I'm looking around for some of these and I don't have any. I can't find any. Oh, no. I forgot I put them in my uh, spices cabinet downstairs. All right. Another lie. 
he has his boner pills in his spices cabinet downstairs and he forgot that he put them there and he's got oregano in his car what the fuck is going on <laughs> none of this is working out <laughs> so i'm sprinkling wow. cinnamon on my, on my cock <laughs> I put wait that's not cinnamon that's roach poops <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that i take issue with in that statement is that he has a downstairs <laughs> that is an issue isn't it that's not a real thing wow i'm his balcony <laughs> Right. So I'm like, I'm freaking now. And now I'm going down on her and shit. But she's used to that. She's a lesbian. Yeah, yeah. She's like, ah, screw that. Just come fuck me. Ew. All right. He's going down on this chick. All right. And he says she doesn't like it because she's used to it. Hmm. Well, girls like being eaten out regardless of whether they're used to it or not. I'm guessing he's just bad at it. Right yeah. in this scenario, like she's like, like guys right. are used to blowjobs. That doesn't mean you're gonna turn one down. Yeah, right. Like oh, I get a blowjob every I had day. One yesterday. Like uh... I know how this is gonna go. I'm like gonna eating come. steak too much. Yeah, yeah. Gee, I hate fine wine and steak. And I know what's gonna happen next. Even in this made-up story, John sucks at everything. Yeah, right. It's great. Yeah, just come fuck me. Yeah. And then can't get it up. All right. He had a, I wasted my best boner in the car. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I went back fun. to the car. I noticed that the steering wheel was a little sticky. <laughs> that might be what happened. Oh, I can do this real quick. We don't have to get back to my house. <laughs> right, we're done. <laughs> How was it for you? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> so according to John, when he was in the car with this girl fully clothed, he had a raging heart on. Then when she's in his bed in his apartment naked, can't get it up. Makes perfect sense. I mean, we've, we've all been there. Sure. Okay. Let's see what happens next. Can't get it up. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, you stuttered. No, but because, hold on. What was happening, it was like, she's like, come on, fuck me. And then the bar is calling me right at the moment and is going, John, you left your credit card. Then two minutes later, the bar calls, John, are you with this woman? Because her wife is here with her kids. Oh, my and God. And they're looking for us. All right. So this is obviously made up. So he starts no. off by saying, the girl's saying, come on, fuck me, and I don't have an erection. Then he says his cell phone starts going off. Ignore it. Who cares if your credit card's at the pub? You'll be there again very shortly. That's not a big deal. Plus, they wouldn't call John to say he left his credit card there. They know they're going to see him again. So yeah. that's made up. But oh, I, love, I love that he's taking—he's trying to fuck this hot chick in his bed, and he's also like picking up the phone every time it rings. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, Jay yeah. Leno. Hey, <laughs> I know the sex is going great when I'm taking calls in, in between. <laughs> so he's trying to pretend that this is what's interfering with his boner, even though he already said she said fuck me, and I didn't have an erection, and now he's pretending that there's just too much going yeah. on. The <laughs> ship has sailed. <laughs> Now, now, Bill, could you get it up under those kind of freaking no, circumstances? No, no, oh, no. There's the truth. <laughs> yeah, right. So now he's trying to get, you know, hey, I mean, you're in the same boat as me, right? Like, it's really tough to get an erection when there's a hot chick who wants to fuck. <laughs> and the guy's going, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. That sounds sounds terrible. I don't know how I'd pull that off. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It was like a perfect storm. Like everything was happening at once. Exactly. So, 
Except so I drove for a hard back penis. Home. <laughs> then, like, in, yeah, there was one specific thing that wasn't happening at that time. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. very important thing that wasn't happening at that time. It was a perfect storm, and by that I mean imperfect. So I drove up back home. Then, like an idiot, she tells her wife. Her wife goes, "You know, where were you?" She goes, "Oh, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm with a guy right now." Can I call? She's like, "The wife what? hangs up." All right. So this is also nonsensical. Remember okay. earlier, the lesbian said, I'll fuck you. we got to do it quick. I don't want my wife to find out. So then it happens as quick as humanly possible because it doesn't happen <laughs> at all. And she decides to just confess, I was trying to fuck a dude. Yeah. Why? Jesus. Why would that happen? That doesn't make any sense at all. And him of all dudes. You're right. And especially Stuttering John. That's like cheating at your diet with like airport pretzels I, I mean that's a terrible metaphor but it's like if you're you're right. a lesbian your your one cheat on your supposedly like wife and family is gonna be with stuttering john to, to have no boner and like no pleasure yikes john's not an attractive man if that guy no. was rock hard 24 7 there's no chick who would want to fuck him then no he's up and then i text the lady she's like i'm about to get divorced and then I and then I, I text her what you want. I text her later. She's getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this that. escalated quickly. <laughs> I text her further. She's a nun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come over here because now I have these. Oh, this is great. So she says she's getting a divorce, and John's answer is, "Well, I got my boner pills now, so let's go round two. Uh. Now she's like, "I'm about to get divorced," and then I and then I I text her, "Well, you want to come over here?" Cause now I have these <laughs> and then she goes, uh, she goes, don't ever, you know, you know, my wife said, don't ever text me again. <laughs> oh my God. She goes, those are Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> right. It sounds like it. I've never heard someone rattle around their Viagra like that. That's so sad. It's a very sad thing. If you think about it. I don't, I don't have to think about it. It's sad. <laughs> this, is, this whole thing is so pathetic. And, and the, made up. And the, he's made up this crazy yes. story where he's a pathetic loser. And he's telling this story on his show. It's insane. Oh, and my God. It takes him forever to remember the made up details. You never have to remember the truth, John. You know, <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Well, and then my phone rang for this reason. But then it also rang for that reason. Right. Right. That's what I scribbled in my notebook. <laughs> Me again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, so okay. that's why you always got to carry these around. Mm -hmm. The Cialis lasts you for two days. I think two or three days sometimes. But how many milligrams? All right. If somebody tells you Cialis will work for two or three days, is your response how many milligrams or just, no. oh, maybe I should try that? Or that sounds yeah. painful. He sounds like a man who's taken, who sampled his boner pills. Like, yes. he's had an array. This conversation gets weird. Uh, the five lasts you for about about 24 hours, a little more than that. He had an answer to how many milligrams. <laughs> I would have just said, I don't know, I just saw it on the commercial that it lasts for like 24 to 48 hours. I don't, <laughs> milligrams, I don't know what you're talking about. This guy's like, well, okay, take the five milligram. That's going to get you 24 hours. For me, like 23. Uh, now, if you want to upgrade to the 10 milligram. Oh, the so this is a brilliant sag into an ad read. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. it. <laughs> 24 hours, a little more than that. The whole 10 lasts you for two days. Wow. Yeah, you can think about a woman. 
and boom, that it is. Boom. He's just, that's because yeah, well, he's Latino. I'm going to try that. I don't think that's it's the pill. Their, it's in their blood. Yeah. Wow, well, yeah. I'm going to have to try that Cialis. Oh, thing. it's. You'll love it. It's Don't waste great. your money on Cialis, John. It's, this this uh, scenario is not going to come up again if it ever does, if it ever did. Wow. So uh, I wanted to play that for you, Chrissy, because I just found that Aww. to be the silliest thing. John's I'm ever so said. glad you did. Yeah. Yikes. I, I feel bad for him. I think I just, if he. I don't know. Maybe when the Lord tells you your penis, maybe hang it up. I don't know. He can He can jam his soft penis into as many lesbians as he wants but at least just yeah try to be honest about these stories but yeah i think it's a long way to go it's it's better to just have that crazy story than to be like oh yeah i, I lost the my erection with somebody do me wah, a favor wah. never feel bad for stuttering john never <laughs> yeah. never say that, that you bad? feel bad for him never do that again that's how you know I was like grown up in an abusive household. Like I feel bad for people that are mean to me. I feel bad for Chad. I feel bad for stuttering John. You don't remember being seven? There's a lot of ways that we know yeah. that you brought up in an abusive yeah. household. <laughs> so I do want to say I got some insider information. I was making fun of John last week for reading his uh, online betting website ad read where he said, the NFL season's over, but we still have college basketball. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait a second, this is very old copy. Well, it turns out, someone on the inside let me know, that that sponsor went away six months ago. And so that's why he still has the old ad copy. He's just pretending to have a sponsor on his show, which I can't think of something more pathetic <gasps> than that. Oh, my God. I was, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's that brilliant. was actually... Something that I would advise, like like baby podcast starting out, like you could do fake ad reads, nobody would know, and it <laughs> no. makes you seem like you're more of a podcast that you have sponsors. Yeah, producer Chris and I were talking about it yesterday. I'm like, why wouldn't Toyota sponsor WATP? Like, I was amazed that you could do that. You could just say anything. <laughs> so anyway, the Toyota thought is really exciting this year. Let me tell you about it. Get on board. I am now sponsored by used Teslas. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about what happened with his, his Tesla purchase, Chrissy? No. <laughs> Hale Sparks is talking about how he hates Elon Musk. No, no, it was um, the other guy, Richard Ojeda, was talking about how he hates Elon Musk. I wish he'd fly that thing into the moon, he says. And John uses that as a perfect segue to go, yeah, I'm not going to get a Tesla anymore. I don't like that guy either. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. It wasn't because there's no way he can charge it at his apartment complex or there's no <laughs> way he can afford it. No, oh. he just hates Elon Musk. So I'm going to get the, the used Prius instead. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was so funny that the reason why he was, he was acting like, oh, where's my newest ad copy? I guess I'm reading the old one. When in reality, wow. there is no updated ad copy. And I've had sponsors on the show that are online betting. They only come about when the football season starts, around playoff football, and then the college basketball tournament. Like Those are their peak seasons. They do not advertise in July because the only thing you can bet on is baseball. It's, wow. There's not a lot going on. So John's Caught. lying, which is hilarious because he's Caught a loser. Caught red-handed. All right. Let's get into it. Babble, babble, babble. So I checked it on Opie. It's been a while, but I'm like, Anthony's coming in in a couple of weeks. We should probably get back on the Opie train and see what's going on. And his latest episode starts off congratulating a guy that you and I both know very well. 
Hey, it's Opie. What's up, brother Wheeze? Congratulations on your nomination to the Radio Hall of Fame. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today, which is, which is nothing. All right, little self-awareness never hurt anyone. That's good. But this is true. We have Brother Wheeze to thank for all of the hilarious content that we've done on this show, WATP, talking about Opie. And thank you, Brother Wheeze, for creating this monster that has no talent and no business being in radio (laughs) and still goes on Facebook Live every day and thinks he's doing a show. It's incredible. It's incredible that that's happening. And listen to how this show starts off, as they all do, with him acknowledging each person as they come into the chat room. But there's something here that I really keyed in on that I thought was pretty sad. Morning, Lamb Chop. Rachel is first on the Facebook. What's up, David Strauss and Nick? How are you, buddy? Uh, oh, this is a new person, Kalo Nee. Let's say hi to Kalo Nee, it looks like. I hope I said your name right. Brian Bernard, of course, one of the regulars. David Turner. We got the David Albertson. We got the Leslie Larson. We got the Scott Arsenal. These are regulars, man. This is cool. Greg Buell. Uh, who else we got? Imagine knowing every single person who watches your show by name. And he was surprised there was one person he didn't know. Holy shit, this is a new person. Like, you're counting your audience by the ones? I thought he was going to ring a bell when he saw the new person. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, whoa, look at this. This is amazing. And I I see that all these shows are doing this, where you start off your stream and you wait for your audience to build. And so there's not a lot to talk about. You don't want to get into it yet. So they'll all acknowledge who's showing up in there. Trim it out of your podcast. Just trim it out. Like this is your. Po- I'm not watching his stream. I'm listening to his podcast. This is how every podcast starts with him acknowledging each and every person who's watching him on both Facebook and YouTube, and then surprised when there's someone he doesn't recognize hanging out. Okay. Millions of listeners on XM Radio and Sirius XM Radio. Let's get into Opie later on. He's telling this story, and Opie's a fisherman, as we all know. And so he's out on the ocean, and he's watching these birds that fly out. So far, you can't even see them anymore. And then they fly back, and they have fish. And the part that I'm not going to play is where he's going, that's crazy. There's nowhere to land. They have to be flying that entire time. Well, Opie, that's what they do. That's what birds do. They fly. Would you ever walk somewhere that you had to just like keep walking for a couple hours? It's Not a big deal, but he's, like, blown away by this. He's like, these birds are on a kamikaze mission going going to find these fish. Well, not really. But this is uh, is Opie stream of consciousness. This is classic Opie right here. And uh, as I'm fishing, these birds come back from the ocean. You'll see them flying, and you're like, what the hell do they have in their little bird feeties? Are they called talons if it's a pigeon? I don't know. These are the things I don't know. They didn't teach me the right stuff in school. I'll just call them little birdie feats. And you're like, what the hell is in their little birdie feats? And you realize it. And it, it amazes me every time I see this. But they have a fucking fish in their little birdie feet. And the fish is like trying to fucking swim and you you yell up to the sky going hey dummy you're not in the water anymore and the fish is looking down like what the hell happened i was just enjoying my life 
And now I'm in the middle of the air, stuck to this bird's feet. This reminds me of, you ever see the video of the Big Bang Theory where they take the laugh track out? And you go, oh, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> in Opie's mind, all of this material is killing. It's gold, yeah. It's all gold. And I just want to say thanks again, Brother Weez. Thank you, Brother Weez, <laughs> yeah. for making this happen. So, of course, he's talking about staring up at fish, and the fish have don't know where they are. They have eyebrows. <laughs> no, he does not. Dude, oh. greatest hits Opie. Holy shit. I was hoping you would predict that. I'm glad that you did that because I was going to ask, what do you think's coming next? I didn't have to ask you what you thought was coming next. You knew. Classic Opie. I don't know what kind of feelings that um, fish have. I have no idea. I feel like birds have more feelings than fish, but then they say that fish absolutely have feelings. But I don't know this because they don't have eyebrows. If you don't have eyebrows, how do I know if you have feelings or not? The fucking uh, fish, when you catch them, they just go like this. <laughs> That's terrific. That's terrific. This guy's got this one fucking joke, this one concept that he, he didn't even originate. He stole it. And he cannot shut up about this fish with eyebrows thing. Yeah. <laughs> goes on in this guy's head? God, I don't know what to say. He has no problem repeating himself at, at any time, which is quite impressive, I would say, because I would feel weird about that. I, I would feel like I was doing a disservice if I came on the show yeah, and I, told the same joke any over Any normal over person would. <laughs> okay, good. It's not just me. Chrissy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Always a delight to have you on here. One of the redemption stories of WATP. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me, guys. I always have a good time. Yeah, People can you. find you on the Chrissy Mayer podcast on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts from. Of course, the wet spot on Compound mm -hmm. Media every Monday evening. What's been going on on the Chrissy Mayer podcast? Any uh, fun guests recently? Um, let's see who is coming up. Uh, I think Elsa Jean is going to be on the show. My 100th episode is uh, coming up on August 2nd, 100th episode of Whoa. The Wet Spot. Working, Elsa Jean will be on, uh, working on getting Chip Chipperson and or Anthony Cumia on there, but definitely going to try to have some big guests. I know this upcoming Monday, the 26th, uh, it'll be Brittany Brave will be on. Um, so yeah, that's probably the biggest thing to look forward to is the hundredth episode. And yeah, if you guys have any particular porn star you like, feel free to like tag them, tag me. It's good to get a conversation going. That's awesome. We'll definitely check that out. I love that you're two you're working on. One's a fake character and the <laughs> other guy is your boss. Yeah. I'm either going to get Anthony Kubia or this cartoon character <laughs> that does a show. All right, cool. Yeah, I just like I'll ask a lot of people. I just throw out like a, a cast of broad net, and I'm just like whoever. Sometimes the show doesn't come together till like the day before. So, oh, I don't. Fun. I don't prep my show until the morning of, which is pretty <laughs> obvious today. That was good. I enjoyed this. Uh, baby steps. Good lord. Oh god, that was that was a difficult one, but I thought you'd be good for it. So thank you so much for uh, for listening to multiple episodes <laughs> and uh, going through that with me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. The great Chrissy Mayer, everybody. I, I believe Chris, ChrissyMayer.com. Is that a thing? 
Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Chrissy Mayer spelled with an I-E, not a Y. Chrissy Mayer dot. I guess the Mayer is probably the harder one. M-A-Y-R. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have some stand-up gigs. I'm going to be uh, at Bird and Betty's in Beach Haven August 12th. Then I'll be in New Orleans August 13th and 14th. Uh, doing the comedy theater down there. Then I'll be in Vegas with Comedians at the Compound September 10th and 11th. And then I'll be back in Texas uh, headlining Hyenas in Dallas September 17th and 18th. Uh, Lakewood, New Jersey with Comedians at the Compound October 16th. And then I'll be in Santa Monica, California October 22nd and 23rd doing the Broadway Comedy Club West out there. Look at you dabbling in comedy. I, was just gonna say. I am dabbling hard. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> trying to dabble a little more all the you time. Are, you are <laughs> crushing it, Chrissy. And uh, I remember when Chad Zubak was at my show and he's like, look at what Chrissy's doing. She's trying to be famous. And I was like, well, that she's an entertainment. That's what you do. And Chrissy is a success story. Aww. And I'm glad you're still, you're not too big. You're still doing our show. I appreciate that. Never, never too big for that. For well, you. Don't never say never, Chrissy. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Love you. Bye. Bye. Uh, so we've done it all today, Chris. I don't have to go through everything that we've done. We know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know what we've done. Uh, so you know what that means? It's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The This is the segment where typically we would talk about the podcast we're going to review on next week's WATP. Oh, cool. What is it? Not today. Oh. Instead, I'm going to tease the return of Croge. There's a mutiny going on right now yeah, yeah. with people. Like, where the fuck has Croge been? I saw his picture on a milk cart. I know. I did see that. I was really concerned. I was very concerned, too. And then, fortunately, I saw him at bad practice, and I was like, okay, good. Yeah. He's still around. Uh, Croge will be back on the show next weekend. We'll talk about some assholes, I'm sure. Indeed. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. So, please... Join us again next week. It might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, everypony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. these podcasts i don't know i don't get it makes no sense thanks a lot carl internet news news from the internet from the watp youtube channel comments rico rico posts john is probably the worst thing ever to come to youtube and podcasts but also the best thing as well this way you can see how bad things have gotten for him. Begging for money, yelling at his tiny audience for not giving him money. I think it's great. The old Stern guys must love watching how broke he became, lol. Hilltop JD614 shares, come on guys, John isn't using a prep burger site. He can't pay for that. 
Richard Cosentino offers, I've seen this fool at Pickwick's pub over the weekend. Nobody even pays attention to him. DK reports, Dabbling John had some Addison comic on his Drunk on the Balcony show. Wonder if he asked him why the tour he's on with Tammy Pascatelli and Mitch Fatel didn't ask him to headline. Show was in Iowa last night. Fine Chug asks, does John really believe the crap coming out of his mouth? Haha, ha, he knows nothing about politics. Kev notes, Stuttering John's green screen fail is approaching Shockmaster level funny. I'm feeling another cockroach clip coming down the pike. DJ70, I could listen to you guys make fun of Stuttering John and Opie all day, every day. D comments, E-Rock sounds good here. His voice is changing as he gets older. He doesn't sound like the chubby little punching bag he once was. Elephant Counterbalance writes, E-Rock is such a handsome guy. And he's so thin, too. DB reminisces, every time I see E-Rock, I immediately think of the whale bit with Anthony. <sighs> LOL. It's Eric Nagel asks, do ya? Mark Williams says, E-Rock is a much better conversationalist when he's not being grilled by Opie, Ant, and Jimmy. One Eye posts, it wasn't meant to be just about E-Rock. It just ended up that way. And it's Eric Nagel explains, because Opie couldn't take any criticism about himself, so he had to deflect. Farfik Nugin posts, I like E-Rock's 1991 spiked hairstyle. Stick with what works, bud. It's Eric Nagel replies, you can do whatever you want when you still have it. Flappy Goose suggests, quit it with the radio guests. They babble to fill time and take two minutes to explain what would be a sentence for normal people. It's Eric Nagel, because we all know how normal people sound on the radio, a podcast, or any conversation. Flappy Goose, gonna cry? And it's Eric Nagel plays us out with, nah, seems like you're doing a good enough job with that. Internet news! Yeah. Subreddit news is bye bye, and internet news is here to stay. <laughs> I love that Eric Nagel was responding to people on our YouTube video. That was pretty funny. It was really funny. Yeah. Multiple times he's going in there responding <laughs> yeah. to people. Uh, all right, let's get into the voicemails real quick. No review girls today. So, this is somebody who's giving advice to Casey on how she could maybe afford a plane ticket to our live show in Chicago. Hey, Carl. I think Casey should pick herself up by her chicken head. If she really wants to get out to Chicago, don't just sit there and be some stupid asshole asking for money. Just, I don't know, take 12 photos of yourself and make a calendar and sell the calendar. It can be a WATP calendar. Yep. Hell, you can be really lazy and have Vic do half of them. I'm sure she's enough of a stupid whore to do that for sure. you yep. and probably still give you the money for it. Yep. There you go. You, even better, you can have one of them as Carl's fucking club feet or something. Ugh. Anywho, that's my idea for Casey so she can pay her way over instead of being a useless asshole. Bye. Bye. All right. Good advice, as always. I mentioned that uh, Vinny was overweight. <laughs> I've talked about that, right? I Maybe. Okay. Well, someone's picking up on it. Someone's picking up what I'm putting down, I think. Normally, I don't agree with Vic, uh, you know, and I think she should have her... Wait, Vic mentioned that Vinny was overweight. I apologize. This wasn't... I didn't think I had. Right. This, this didn't come it's from me. It's not like you. This didn't come from me. Normally, I don't agree with Vic, uh, you know, and I think she should have her cunt drilled out with a dra uh, jackhammer. But in this case, I totally agree with her. Vinny is too fat to have more than one podcast. He's a fat, greasy, 
sloppy wop, and he's lucky to even latch on to Carl's coattails and have a roof over his fat head. Agreed. His fat head. He's got he's got enough fat on his body. If you had a good machete, you could lop it off and make some sort of a silicone blubber roof to support him. Anyway, later, Vic. Normally you're a cunt, but I agree with you this time. Later, Carl. Carl cuts a ruse. Carl cuts a ruse for life. Yes, Carl cuts a ruse. I'll have to play that on the creep off as well. This guy's making a lot of good points. Yeah, yeah. He's so points. mean, he was cracking himself up. I like that. <laughs> I liked it, but he's <laughs> just riding on my coattails. So true. Uh, this guy's talking about the vaccines. Let's get into some uh, vaccine talk, shall we? Hey, Carl. How's it going? It's your uh, it's your doctor here. Um, I was just calling you back. Uh, sorry, I'm a little distracted. I'm driving back from the opera. Um, I'm a little distracted. Anyway, I uh, I wanted to call you and let you know that um, about your vaccine worries. Um, you left my office the other day screaming about how you got the vaccine and it's definitely not making you gay and you're not gay and the vaccines, you're worried they might make you gay. But I've been doing some research and um, for every person that gets vaccinated, it only makes uh, producer Chris gay. So you don't have to worry about that. Call me back. Huh. I'll have to tell Kyle about that. I am not the one who's gay. Producer Chris is gay. I'm gay for getting the vaccine. No, for other people getting the vaccine. Oh, it's right. making you gay somehow. Oh, I don't like that at all. All right, here's a uh, redneck hick who wants to stick up for Casey. Howdy there, Carl. Howdy there, Carl. Howdy there, Casey. I just wanted to call up and say that I'm sick and tired of your fancy city slicker audience saying that Casey is a dumb, stupid idiot who can't afford to fly one of your magical metal birds in the sky to go to the live show. So I tell you what, Casey. I have about 40 tons of manure heading up to Illinois, as you see. They're going to sprinkle it around the neighborhoods and make it smell better up there. Well, by golly, you can jump in the back with me, all right? We leave at about 3 in the morning, and uh, you're going to have to dress up like some sort of farm animal because they don't actually let humans sit in the back of it. It'll be about three days on freight train, but by golly, we'll show them. Yeehaw! Call me back. That is a very typical listener to WATP, by the way. <laughs> Thank you for calling in, sir. Last voicemail we have here. What's up, you little dink dink? Uh, I got a little song for you. I've been inspired by Patrick Michaels, so it's a little karaoke, you know. Here it goes. She kisses me, Wendy. I never worry. Now that is a lie. There it goes, buddy. Oh, you get the point. He does. He goes out and on by doing screamo lyrics to "Under the Bridge" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. A lot of noise gating going on there. You couldn't really hear what was going on all that well, but I did enjoy the concept. Fair enough. Producer Chris looks at me like, "Why do you keep playing these these voicemails?" All right, well, that's all we got for uh, this week on WATP. We will catch you next week. What's with the dancing around the shit? I stink. You hate me. Great. Goodbye. Ah, Carl. I love you. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye.